Welcome back this week, everyone. This is a really, really, really exciting episode because it's so informative. It's with one of my favorite people in the world. His name is Martin Reese. He's one of the world's only water sommeliers. So if you know what that long word means, it means someone who has committed their lives to learning about something in particular, particularly in the culinary field. So his his product of choice is water. I find him so interesting. I find the things that he talks about so interesting and very interesting as part of a wellness and health conversation. So I love, love, loved talking to Martin. We recorded this episode at his house in Los Angeles and we talked about so many things. I'll give you an idea of some of the topics. So we talked about tap water versus natural bottled water. We talked about the experience of water in a culinary setting, which who knew that water mattered for flavors? I learned that very quickly being at his house. We opened probably like 15 bottles of bottled water and they all tasted so differently depending on the minerality. So you'll learn all about that. Uh, We talked about the health topic of water. We talked about how water-obsessed people like he and I consume water in their homes We talk about the very controversial smart water. We talk about the difference between processed, filtered, and distilled water. I used to be very confused about this. Martin gave very clear examples and descriptions of all of these descriptive factors, all of which mean something, not just for you understanding their meaning um, just in general terms, but also their meaning to your health. We talked about is H2O in its purest form healthy? We talked about the minerality of water. We talked about electrolytes and we talked about acidity and alkalinity since that is a big topic relating to water and physical health. So it is an incredibly informative episode. We will include some links for some of the product lines that we talk about in the show notes. Um, And those will be available as well as contact information for Martin and myself if you have any questions. But this is definitely going to be a topic that we talk about in the Raw Talk with Sheena private Facebook group. So if you're not a part of the group, make sure that you join as well. And it's also a good topic of conversation during the Raw Talk challenge, which we're still in the middle of. It's... um, It's a really important thing for your health to be educated on water. And it feels uncomfortable, especially if you've been drinking water in a particular way your entire life, to have a new perspective on hydration. But it's it can actually shift everything in terms of your skin, in terms of your gut health. It's a transformative topic and it's really, really important. So if you take any pictures or document your transition through different types of water, it's a good time to tag Raw Talk Challenge on Instagram. And I'm going to be doing a giveaway at the end of the challenge, which is September 10th, for those of you who have been posting and tagging me and hashtag Raw Talk Challenge. So get in on that. Um, Just a couple of announcements before we get into the episode. We have some amazing things happening at my businesses in New Orleans. So if you are local, upstairs at the space, which is seated above my juice bar, above Raw Republic, 
sometimes people don't know we have an upstairs, but it's there and it's beautiful and it's spacious and it's full of amazing practitioners and workshops. So if you haven't checked it out and you're in New Orleans or if you're visiting, make sure you stop by. We have basic witch shirts for shit for sale there as well. And I'm bringing in some new crystals this week. So we have all that and we have a couple of events that I just wanted to mention quickly. So one of my employees downstairs is actually an amazing artist. Her name is Emery. And she is going to be doing an art and mindfulness workshop series. So that will be meditation. It will be creating your own piece of artwork. And it will be learning some techniques for artwork. And that is beginning Sunday, September 9th at 3 p.m. The next day, we have Breathwork with Kathleen. Kathleen is one of my good friends. And she's also the creator of Smoke Perfume. It's like a cult following this perfume line because it's so unique. I know Taryn Toomey sells it in New York. We sell it here in New Orleans. And we actually, Kathleen and I are working on a an exclusive scent. So Kathleen and I are very connected. We do a lot of things together. And she's been practicing breath work, teaching breath work, and has been hosting breathwork workshops at the space. And they really are transformative. Breathwork is often defined as being one of the world's first and most natural psychedelics. And a breathwork experience is psychedelic. I've done maybe four of them in my lifetime. They're incredibly transformative. They can change your energy in two hours. They can change your perception about something that you're dealing with or going through. After the session, it's really, really, really amazing. Um, Because you have to lay down for this workshop, we have limited seating. So make sure if you're interested in that, that you sign up very soon. Again, that workshop is September 10th at 6 p.m. And the last thing that I'll mention just to not overwhelm you guys before we get into the special Martin episode is my workshop that I'm hosting on September 15th. I'm going to be hosting it with my friend Emily of Glowflow Chefs. So she'll be making some lattes. And the topic is dosing with CBD and adaptogens. I'm really excited to talk about this topic because everyone's interested in it and everyone's excited about CBD and people are constantly asking me how to use it. And the truth is you could just start trying it out and seeing how much works for you. But I understand that people are apprehensive when you haven't interacted with a substance, you are scared that you're going to mess it up. So I'm going to give you some tools to be really confident in using CBD for your own health and wellness. I'll give you some tricks to hide the taste because usually when you get an extract, it doesn't taste very good. And just to know the difference between the different types of CBD that are on the market, whether it's in a butter or an extract and how to use those things culinary-wise if you wanted to make some chocolates or or lattes or smoothies. And then we'll, we'll give a quick overview as well of some popular adaptogens and how to add them into lattes and smoothies and things that you are already making as well. So again, that's September 15th, and it's at 10.30 a.m. because it's a Saturday, so you can get some good dosing in and then have an awesome weekend ahead of you. And there will be limited seating for that as well. So make sure you sign up early. I'm going to be putting the links to our Conscious City Guide 
site so that you can sign up for any of those events as soon as possible. I hope to see you here. It's going to be an awesome month at the space and in New Orleans. Okay, and one more quick mention before we get into Martin's water episode, but it has to do with water. So it's a little intro and a little shout out to my friends in Texas, Crazy Water. If you haven't heard of it, which you probably haven't if you're not from the South, I just wanted to say thank you to my friends who are operating this amazing healing water operation in Texas, a little ways away from Austin. So that's how I found out about Crazy Water. I visit Austin Austin quite often <laughs> to visit my boyfriend's family. And I love trying different sparkling waters. It's one of my things. And that's actually how I found Martin, my guest on this week's episode, just by um, researching if, if someone had, you know, a list of different sparkling waters that I could see and try different ones. So anyway, they usually are transported in glass, so it's hard to find um, different ones from different lands. Sometimes they're located directly where they're sourced, and that's the case for crazy water. So you can often find it in Texas HEBs, or I think I found it at a um, buck. Boosies or Bucky's, I don't even, I don't know the name of that place. So it's off the interstate during my drive from New Orleans to Austin. And this was, this is one of my favorite sparkling waters. I don't know how to describe it well on the culinary side, but it has so much flavor. The bubbles are not as abrasive like a Topo Chico. They're just like gentle bubbles, but there's a lot of minerality in this water, meaning it's super, super hydrating and healthy for you. So I am just, I love the flavor. I love the mouth experience. Every single time I go to Texas, I find cases of it and I buy it and I bring it home. So anyway, I just wanted to say thank you to my friends at Crazy Water for um, supplying me with water on, when I'm in Texas. I'm so appreciative and I love it. Love it. And for those of you who are interested in buying it, the best place is to find it at HEB because this is a smaller company, but you can also email Crazy Water, the company. So I'm going to put their contact information at the bottom of the show notes as well. So you can reach out to them directly. And let's see if there's any other announcements. Okay, one more, also about water. I'm staying on topic. We're almost to the episode. Um, we talk a little bit about raw water in this episode. And the source for raw water is tourmaline springs, meaning this water is completely unprocessed because it surpasses the United States regulations necessary for bottling water, as in it's purer, it's cleaner than the water after processing for most other bottled waters. So they are able to bypass that processing system. So the, the name brand of this company that's selling this raw water, which I love and is so amazing, is called Tourmaline Springs. And you can order it online. You can also buy it at Raw Republic. I think I'm one of the only distributors in Louisiana. 
and reach out to that company online as well and support them because they're doing amazing things as well as many of the other smaller water companies that we talk about in this episode. So shout out to my water friends. I'm really grateful for you, just like I'm grateful for people who grow organic fruits and vegetables. And without further ado, let's hear from Martin. You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Live. Welcome, Basic Witches. This is a super exciting episode. I don't know if you're excited as excited as I am, but this is something I've been looking forward to for actually since I found Martin on Instagram. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a background of how I started to become obsessed with water. Actually, you know what? I'm going to let Martin speak for himself because he's so interesting. He's so amazing. And he talks about something from um, a flavor and a restaurant perspective that is so integral to our health. And that is the topic of water. Martin, welcome to Raw Talk with Sheena. Hello, thank you so much for yeah that I can be with you. Yes. I'm very excited to be on the show. Yes, so we're recording in Los Angeles at Martin's studio. And the amazing thing is that we are doing a Raw Talk episode and then we are doing Martin's episode of H to Know podcast, which I'm so glad that we're doing Raw Talk first because he's getting me hydrated and I'm going to look better by the time we are on camera doing the H to Know podcast because... I was telling you last night, Martin, my hotel, we're calling it Prison prison Chic Hotel, I'm not going to say the name, um, is not providing water in the rooms. So I've been, I've just been holding out basically to try all of these amazing brands and oh my God, I'm in water heaven, you guys. (laughs) I think you're, I think you're in the most hydrated apartment in Los Angeles. I mean, Incredible. How do you how do you even like accumulate all of this water? Because certainly some of these come in in cases and like you have to break them down and yeah. things like that, right? Yeah. So but let's go a little bit back, I think, because for sure it's interesting for the listeners where my story started. Because it's not just like that I showed up in Los Angeles. I'm originally from Germany and I think everybody can tell it right away when they You don't listen, say when they listen to my voice right now in my accent. Um it's not like that I showed up in Los Angeles and thought like, okay, what I want to do, or let's buy some waters and put them on my shelf. Uh, it started slightly different because when I was a young child, I realized on vacation time with my parents that water had taste. So on every single city in, a, in Europe, I went to the faucet as a child. And I was fascinated that these waters tasted differently. And then These are tap waters? Tap waters, Europe. yeah, just okay. tap waters. And my parents always thought, like, what's wrong with our son? Huh? It's like, why is he, like, running to the faucet right away when we're stopping somewhere? We have enough bottled water in yes. the car. It's like, is he, he needs maybe overhydrating or what is the deal there? And for me, it was not about hydration. It was about taste. Interesting. And it was, for me, fascinating as a child that even tap water had taste. Mm-hmm. And then in 2005, a customer came up to me in a restaurant in Germany where I worked in Berlin and said, hey, Martin, you have over a thousand different wines on the menu but you're just serving one particular brand of water. And I don't like the brand. I don't Mm. like the taste of that particular Mm. brand. Do you have something else for me? And I was looking at him 
and thought, you know what, he's absolutely right. In the restaurant business, you have like different beers on tap, you have the wine menu, you have different liquors, you have different cocktails. But when it comes to water, most servers will say, okay, what do you want? Sparkling flat or tap? Yes. They don't even tell you which brand they're serving. No. Or even they don't even serve a brand. Right. They're just having a filtration system yes. in place. And then I thought, you know what, I want to change that. This water is the most important beverage in our lives. We should honor water a little bit more. Feature it. Yes. Why not? Correct. Especially in a place where the experience is intended to be very um, sensory oriented. Why not, you know, talk about and feature the one thing that is is the healthiest thing on the menu? Correct. I think so too. And and for me, I was fascinated when I when I started to study a little bit more into bottled water, how different bottled water could taste, like even more intense differences than obviously tap water, because tap water has been treated all around the world. But by bottled water, and this is like the very, very big difference what I'm doing, uh, I don't talk about purified water whatsoever. So I did We're going to get into this, Martin. Correct. So for me, there's two big differences, purified versus natural occurring spring water. And I'm a guy who wants to have the taste of the spring, obviously, in my bottle and in my glass. Therefore, I'm always going for different spring or ice glacier or wherever the water is coming from, but it has to come from a natural occurring source. Yeah, so so backing up a little bit, how did you find a place to become educated on this topic? So it was in 2005 when this guy came up to me in my restaurant, and then I started to create a water menu. And my first water menu in Germany was over 40 different mineral waters on the on the waters. Wow. And then uh, I started to like study and study for myself in the beginning. And the media started to pay attention of this. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, there's this crazy guy yes. in Berlin and he drinks water and he even pairs water to your food and to your wine. We need to talk about them. So the media started to, to adopt to this concept. And for myself, I always said to me first, okay, I'm like a water expert or I'm a aqui lover or whatever yes. you want to call it. Yes. But I didn't like the term water sommelier. Because for me, the sommelier was more like, no, it's a guy who actually provides a service for wine, where the originally word comes from. It's a wine sommelier. But the media started to like think, yeah, okay, water expert, that means like, what, you're working for the Department of Water and Power, or what are you doing? That's true. And no, I'm working obviously in the restaurant. I'm doing the same job what the wine sommelier would do, but with water. And then the media started to call me water sommelier. Yes. And I realized at one point, okay, it actually makes sense. Because right. I am a sommelier, I'm working in the restaurant, I'm giving different waters and my pairings and my suggestions to the food or to the wine. So why not running with that? Okay, so water sommelier was for me in my head now. Okay, let's let's run with the word water sommelier. And I wrote a book then in 2008 about water, 200 pages thick, just about the beautiful world of water. And it's called The World of Water. But it's a German book, so Sheena, you need to study a I little German first. Right, I was about to say, I didn't even know that you had a water book yep. that I could reference. Yeah. So you're, you can buy it on Amazon, but you need to study a little German first okay, because okay. a German book. So sorry, but I'm in the middle of translating it and updating it for the American market. Absolutely. So hopefully there will be a book out pretty soon, but I'm a very busy person these days and I'm trying to somehow do everything what I want to have in my head. Um, but <laughs> Join the club, Martin. It's, it's, it's not always easy to do oh. everything because a lot of people think even podcasting, oh, you're just talking to a person, that's so oh, easy. Yes, but when you see the equipment, what I'm building up here every day, uh, it's a little bit more. And obviously the time effort, I'm working 12 to 14 hours every day in my restaurant. And I love to do this because I'm really a passionate guy and I, and I'm 
addicted to my guests and I love to serve guests and it's great to talk to guests and yes. it's, it's amazing to discover all the time new people. And yes. meet new people. Well, it's funny because, you know, I own a juice bar. And so I, I feel that same experience and love of connecting with my customers and helping them and supporting them, looking for what their goals are and then deciding, you know, which juice would best match that. And you're doing the same thing with water. So what does it look like when someone comes into the restaurant and they're like, I mean, do, do people even know that they have an interest in trying different types of water? That is the beauty. We have three different types of guests. The first guest is like a guest who comes obviously for the food. You're going to a restaurant because you like to eat something. And that's the whole object first in our restaurant. So people coming and then we're presenting the water menu. And they're looking at us like, are you completely nuts, guys? Yes. You have a water menu in Los Angeles? <laughs> this is so LA. Huh? It's so LA. And when I'm telling them, nah, actually, it's not really so LA because I started this concept in 2005 in Germany. So it's over 10 years ago. It's not really an invention of LA. And the second part, and, and, but the fun thing is, they will say like, okay, you have a water menu, so what is the deal about it? And then you talk a little bit, you're doing a little tasting maybe with them, and then they're like blown away suddenly yes. that water has taste. The second type of guests, they're saying, still, are you completely crazy? I want tap, and it's totally fine with me. That's our water too. Yes. And I'm just updating my water menu. In two weeks, we will have our brand new water menu at Patina, and I even have LA tap water in that water menu. As a whole page, the same concept of our bottled water. It showcases exactly how much minerals are in there, where it's coming from. The price point is obviously zero. Yes. Then the size is by the glass, it's yes. saying. <laughs> so, and even a taste profile to it. So I wanted to treat tap water exactly the same way than bottled water because in my belief, hey, I'm serving tap water too. Why yes. should not include it in my water menu? Mm -hmm. And then the third type of guest is coming actually for the water menu. Yes. They heard about it in the media. They maybe listened to me on my podcast. They maybe saw me on BuzzFeed that or would Conan be or yeah. whatever you saw me. And they said like, okay, that is so funny. This guy has a water menu. We want to show up. And it's amazing how many people actually do not drink alcohol anymore these days. Do not drink what? They don't drink alcohol anymore. There's are tons of oh, alcohol. Yeah. A lot I of people know. don't drink alcohol right, right, right. for religious reasons or for health reasons or for their life choice or whatever. Or maybe there's a designated drivers and they're saying like, no, do what? I want to come to a restaurant where I've been treated the same way than the person who actually buys liquor yes. or wine. And I had the uh, anonymous alcoholics for two years ago in my restaurant and they come with 14 people and we didn't know that they are anonymous alcohols. Yes. They sat down with 14 people, a huge group, ordered all waters. And we were already like, oh, that's a hydrated table. Yes. They're like really <laughs> hydrating themselves. And then at one point they showed up and said to me, Martin, thank you so much. And I was like, why they thank me in such a special way? And then they told me actually who they are. Yeah. And they said, do you know what? You gave us the whole experience in a restaurant back. And oh. that's all what I want to do. I it's love all about this. like... Giving, giving the beauty of pairing and giving the beauty of communications with a sommelier to people. And I it's great this. that I can do it with water, our most healthiest beverage on this planet. And nobody's allergic to it. Let's face it as well. Yes. And we can do this with kids. You can do this with grownups. You can do this with a family. You can do it with everybody. Yes, I love this so much because I'm not a wine drinker, mm -hmm. but I'm... I love beverages. Obviously, mm -hmm. I have a juice bar. I So I have become, and this is so crazy because probably in, up until, I would say, honestly, two or three years ago, I had never enjoyed a sparkling water. So once I started kind of 
investigating, you know, I, I'd actually had a, um, a nutritionist tell me that it was a great source of minerals. And so I started just, you know, it was never something that I was in pursuit of. I didn't really crave it because I'd never consumed soft drinks. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. And so I started trying different sparkling waters. And I felt like that was such a beginning to be such an an interesting exploration of taste and flavor and experience and just everything that you know to be just like, it's amazing, Mm -hmm. the variety, as well as, hmm, the questioning started coming in. Why am I drinking something that has minerals in it that I maybe don't get from the available sources like the tap water that's interesting and so my brain started kind of you know kind of going crazy and getting very excited and then i found you and i was like okay there are other people on board who are recognizing the health benefits the interest in the taste and the flavor the interest in the experience of of water and this made me so excited Mm -hmm. again because i'm not a wine drinker, but mm-hmm. I love the experience. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my listeners are going to be very interested in the health portions mm-hmm. of, of water. Mm-hmm. So I want to get into that a little mm-hmm. bit. I loved your last podcast on raw water. Incredible. I want all of my listeners to go tune into that. I've, I've posted it a zillion times. And on that podcast, you had a group of people who are sourcing water from a natural source in the most beautiful way. I'm not going to tell the whole story. People need to listen to it. Um, but what that brought to my mind and to my heart is is that we really do need to have a conversation about what we are consuming. This most important element to our health, to our hydration, we need to talk about how to consume it in a way that is best serving us. So, you said that you're including LA tap water on your mm-hmm. on your menu, and I think that's great and inclusive because there are some people who are not going to stock up on bottled water. So let's start from the beginning. What is the difference between tap water and bottled water from a natural source? Okay, the big difference is that tap water is like a mixture of different water sources. It comes, for example, here in Los Angeles from the Colorado River. So it's surface water from from some springs. It comes from actually wastewater. A lot of people don't know this. Some nice. percentage, some percentage is actually wastewater. That means it's urine, it's shower water, it's your toilet water. What's been filtered oh thousand times, and I'm you're so drinking it again. Um, I actually been just on the Bill Nye show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see it on the second season of Bill Nye on Netflix, the Science Guy, and they gave me three different waters right in front of me. And I didn't know which kind of three waters. And I just smelled at the glasses. And I could tell them, the producer, okay, this is this, this is this, and this is that. And they looked at me like, what? You can smell the difference in water? He's saying, That's impressive. Yeah, when you're living in Los Angeles, you can smell LA Tap. Because LA Tap is nothing else than highly a mixture of chlorine mm-hmm. and fluoride mm-hmm. added to it as well. Um, and I have to say, when I smell a lot of like intensity chloride, it's not really the water of my choice anymore. Mm, Because for me, water should be neutral in flavor, Mm -hmm. like when it comes to the nose in order. But 
water has taste. I'm going to give this one the one. We're actually drinking tourmaline springs right now, so I'm going to give this one a sniff. Yeah, we, we're drinking raw water right now. And some people will say, oh, you're going to die now in the next 24 hours mm -hmm. because there is so much misconception about the topic of raw mm -hmm. water. It's incredible. And for me, it's mind-blowing that the big media outlets have no clue. They literally did not do any research by themselves. They just went with one story from the New York Times and then pulled it everywhere and resampled that story in all media outlets around the world. But what they did, they had actually no clue what they're doing. But let's circle back a little bit. Now, we will talk a little bit about raw water, but we had the topic about tap water versus bottled water. So tap water, we all know now. Surface water, different mixture of different spring or surface water or even wastewater. And Martin, this is, this is true no matter where you live, correct? Yes. So, it's like in, in America, yes. Yes. The regulations on Europe slightly different. Uh, and it really depends where you're living. So, for example, Vegas, Los Angeles, very hot climate. I totally even understand why they need to chlorinate their water. They want to make sure it's safe to drink. And I totally get it. I totally get it. Therefore, I understand that they're doing this. It's not my preferred choice to drink. It's the same like when you would give me maybe a very oaky Chardonnay. I'm not a fan of oaky Chardonnays. Mm -hmm. So I'm choosing a different wine. Yeah. I'm choosing more like a Riesling. I want something more on the lighter side. So therefore, yes, there are different bottles of waters and there's tap water. I choose bottle because I like the taste better than versus LA yes. tap. But I would never say do not drink LA tap. That's yes. your decision you want to make for yourself. Yeah. And we're and let's also say we're talking about Los Angeles tap water. A lot of my listeners are in Louisiana. So some people get confused. LA, mm -hmm. LA. Mm -hmm. Louisiana tap water is <clears throat> we've had a few issues with it. And I actually at Raw Republic, I have an additional it's a triple filter. The filtration system comes from Japan and it is a mixture of different minerals and natural stones. Mm -hmm. So it's a natural filtration process, much like what you would see, you know, if water was naturally in nature going through natural rock and stone and mineral, things like that. So the, the minerals are sourced from Tensui, Japan. We have two tanks of that filtration system. And then we also have something to remove the fluoride. Mm -hmm. And then after that, because of a couple of issues and things that have happened in Louisiana, like we've had this brain-eating amoeba situation, the filtration company also recommended that I have a UV light at the end mm -hmm. to kind of kill mm -hmm. any pathogens mm -hmm. or bacteria. And that is the water that we use just to wash our vegetables. Mm -hmm. you know? But it's good. I think it's the right thing to do. And a lot of people thinking sometimes I'm, I'm crazy when I'm telling them, yeah, I'm cooking with Arrowhead. I'm doing my coffee with Fiji water here yes. at my place. Wow. I'm not using tap water I at was going to ask you about that. And and I'm cooking with bottled water or like with gallons. Then Arrowhead comes in yeah. huge gallons. So it's easy and inconvenient for me. And I have a filtration system for my shower, for example. Yes. So I don't I don't touch my, my skin does not touch tap water, pure tap water yes. in LA. Yes. And it's so funny. I think everybody who's like traveling a little bit abroad will see... Uh, sometimes your skin or sometimes your hair when you're showering in a different city suddenly is different. Yes. And it's all about the water, actually. It's about the hardness of the water, of the tap water, what you're yeah. using. And a lot of people are getting confused and thinking, oh, it's just me today because today I was on Monday maybe in Louisiana and today in Los Angeles. It's just <laughs> no. my personal thought maybe that this is different. You think, no, it's actually the water what has an impact on your skin and on your body and on your yeah on everything. Absolutely. Because we, we're touching it. 
I'll give you an example. I was in Las Vegas last night or two nights ago, and I went to go draw a bath. The water was blue. Martin, blue. What? What am I looking at here? Mm. What is that? I have no clue what they did. I mean- That's crazy. The bathtub is white. The Mm. water is blue. And And you're like, okay. I'm thinking to myself, that's a- like if I got in that water, that's a chemical bath. Yeah. Like that's going directly into my skin. That it has to be chlorine. Mm. It has to be mm. I, whatever they're adding into it. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, and it's so unfortunate that um, that we don't that we didn't structure our hotels and and our businesses to be able to source natural water for our use like this. And so I was wondering, actually, what do they do in Europe? What is the tap water situation so, there? Because we have so much rain in Europe, especially in Germany, it's it's not a hot climate. Um, our tap water is very, very, very good. The problem, obviously, what they're facing in, in Europe now too, the same what they're facing here in Los Angeles or facing all around the world, that obviously we're coming from industrial cities, like Germany is an industrial country. And they have problems now as well because they are finding suddenly now um, medication, rest medication, residues, and all this kind of stuff in tap waters. They just did a test on fountains, on like the different Coca-Cola fountains mm-hmm. in different locations. And they just wanted to check out how the taste is of the different Coca-Cola products around Germany. And then they looked at like, like, it's so weird. There's something else in this Coke. And they didn't know what it is first. And then they found out, oh, it's the medication rests of tap water. Oh, what's been used, obviously... Gosh in the fountains and it's even stronger here in america than versus germany because we have so much rain so our ground waters and our spring waters and our surface waters are in a better quality still we don't need to chlorinate at all in germany we don't chlorinate the fluoride debate was done in the 70s in germany already and they decided stop fluoride that doesn't make sense at all yes this millisecond your it, it touches your teeth is not so beneficial than actually what maybe the harm is when you're drinking it and put it into your body. Because let's face it, fluoride is poison. Yes. It's not supposed to be in your body. It's not. Um, It's good for your teeth maybe, but that's the reason you might be wanting to... Yeah, it's very questionable. So therefore, in the Germanys in the 70s already, they said, forget about this whole fluoride idea. We're just stopping this in our tap waters. What What I believe as well is the right thing. I'm trying to... The less we're touching our resources, the better it is, in my opinion. Yes. When we're doing too much chemicals and too much chemicals, it's getting scary. On my last podcast, we were talking about West Virginia and and um, yes, the documentary and Flint, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And we all know, I think, when we remember ourselves, what happened with the tap water qualities in these cities, and this is obviously mind blowing. And there's the documentary now out on iTunes, and I highly recommend this for everybody to rent or to buy it. It's it's called What Lies Upstream, and it's very, very scary. It's a very well-done documentary from Colin Hoburg. He did over four years investigating about the tap water qualities in America, especially in West Virginia and, and Flint, Michigan. And then you're realizing it's not just the problem of a, okay, a spillage, for example, what happened in West Virginia, that they just spilled something and were trying to cover it up on a very high level of the government, right. even that is a scary part. Yes. It's not just like that this company tried to to ignore it. Mm-hmm. No, even the highest of the highest of the government tried to ignore the fact that there was a spillage. Even the water company said, like, just 
literally two days after the spillage, no, your tap water is safe to drink. And everybody was smelling at that tap water. And it's like, wait a minute, it smells like intense. I smelled that Flint, uh, this West Virginia tap water as well, because I was in West Virginia when that happened. Right. Not in that city, but I was in Berkeley Springs on the same time, because there was a big water tasting yes. competition. It's crazy when you think in the same state there was a world renowned world tasting competition. Oh, the synchronicities. And then pretty much 150 miles south of that, they had this huge spillage and the tap water smelled very, very badly. But the government said, no, it's safe to drink because that is a big problem. And this is, I think, what everybody needs to know. Even when the regulations saying it's safe to drink, that does not mean anything because the tap water regulations... The water bill was created in the 70s, updated in the 90s, and right now they're testing for 76 chemicals. This is what they're checking out to make sure the tap water is safe to drink. So that spillage, what happened, was a chemical that was not detected because it's not on the list. Yes. So they would not even have detected that highly poisoned chemical. They just detected it because everybody smelled it. Oh my God. So when this thing would not have a smell, they maybe would still have it in their taps. Yes. And that is a very scary part. And I think this is what we need to know. And in this documentary, they're even saying, okay, there's around over 4,000 different chemicals could be potential in your tap water. But nobody really knows because everybody just testing for 76 chemicals. Well, this podcast, Martin, is is majorly about empowerment and self-information, finding the resources to find the information that are meaningful to you. I, and, and it's not trash talking doctors. It's not trash talking the government. There's a limitation to the capacity for people to provide information specifically and uniquely for you. If you are someone who is trying to live a healthy, hydrated, balanced life, Mm -hmm. you have to do a lot on the part of educating yourself to discover what that means for you and your body. And, this co- this topic of water, this conversation of water is just something that I, I don't think that we have very often. Mm-hmm. I don't know that people understand the, the importance and the gravity of something like just, just blindly trusting what's coming out of your sink that someone else has chosen to be safe and healthy for you. There's empowerment in knowledge and there's empowerment in understanding what you're putting into your body. And that begins with something like water. And then the next conversation, it it probably goes to food and then air and all of those things that contribute to a holistic and healthy life. And so um, I have a lot of questions from people who are, are wondering, how do I begin incorporating this healthy water mindset into my life? So I love that you brought up the, the reality of what tap water can be Mm -hmm. because it's very important that we know and it doesn't have to come from a place of fear because the incredible thing is that there are endless options correct and there are endless ways to make water consumption and bathing safe so i'm so curious to know which which water filter you have in your shower (laughs) i don't say any brand names because i think this is kind of boring but i have a triple filter system um, just for my shower like literally, this is just a shower head filtration system. The very important thing as well, what everybody sometimes forgets about it, you need to obviously maintain your, change your filtration system. On a, on a, we're doing it on a six-month basis. I talk to my filtration system like guys 
And they told me, okay, every six months you should change your filtration system. You think, okay, can we do this in an automatically like somehow way that yes. I'm getting informed? And they're saying, yeah, yeah, we're just shipping you a new filter every six months. You think, I love this idea. Yes. And I think this is always very, very important to know because a lot of people will say, oh, great, filtration system is great. So I have a filtration system at my refrigerator. So I'm using that. Did you ever change that filter? Never. And a lot of people for sure saying like, what, you need to change something? And think about it. When you're filtering something out, somehow it needs to go. There's something and I don't that think you're that, filtering out. Correct. You're filtering something Mass. out and somehow it needs to go. And I don't think that your refrigerator is hooked up to uh, a wastewater pipe. And then they're realizing, okay, maybe so what happened to this waste or to the particles what's been filtered out? Yeah, they're stuck actually in the filter. So what's happening when the filter is sucked up? Mm-hmm. It's actually contaminating yes. the water. Oh my God. It goes oh my God. the other way around. And ah. that is a big problem for a lot of people who are thinking, oh, cool, I have a filtration system at home. I don't have to worry. That's right, but you need to maintain that. Yes, It's very, very important that you're always changing your filtration systems and you should talk to your filtration system provider in which regular basis they need to do it. My system is a little bit bigger, so every six months. Some filtration systems are smaller. It needs every three months. Sometimes you can do it every two years when you have a whole house unit. They're huge filtration systems, but you need to understand it doesn't mean you just have a filtration system in place that this is now everything is fine, Set, you're good, you're good. cool, Mm-mm. everything is great. You need to obviously do a little bit maintenance on that. Yes. And that's very important to me. And yeah, so go, the one that I have at Raw Republic, I, I mentioned it's a Tinsui filter because I really, I believe in these people and, and I've garnered a great relationship with them. And when we have to replace those those tanks, that I mean, it's a major thing, but we are, we're so committed and they're a little bit bigger, so they last a year. Mm-hmm. And I... 100% wish that I could have this in my house. I, I live in an apartment, so it's not something that I can build in. So I have something that just attaches mm-hmm. to my shower. Same here. But I want to give people maybe a, a way to begin researching, like how might a good filtration system be marketed or described. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of research, obviously, for the one for Raw Republic. And I like I like some charcoal-based filters. I like I like filters that are using natural mechanisms and natural stones. Do you have anything that you research for filters? I have to say, I love that you're saying that you're replenishing minerals. And I think that is very, very, very important. So the World Health Organization is even saying uh, you can jeopardize your health when you're drinking all the time distilled or purified water on a long-time base. So that doesn't mean like when you're drinking today a bottle of smart water, what I really don't like. I can't even believe you said the name. <laughs> yes, but I'm totally fine with this because they're bad-mouthing natural occurring springs on their bottles. So I'm more than oh, happy I'm to... Ta- I'm, I just can't even believe you. it came out of your mouth. Yeah, so I'm more than the happy disdain, to, 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 to talk about smart water because this is not smart at all, that water, because smart water is nothing <laughs> else than actually boiled up tap water. That's all what it is. Mm. And when you think this is your right choice, maybe then the cheeseburger from McDonald's is the perfect nutrition, the, the, the perfect compliment. Yeah. Um, so what I think it's great that you did some research. And I completely believe when you're drinking filtration system water all the time, you should replenish it with minerals. Because the thing is, when you're drinking highly distilled water, what's actually created for machines, it was never created for human to drink. So that's an interesting part too. I have no clue who came up with that idea to drink distilled mm-hmm. water. That's a completely crazy thing. 
In Europe, there are big labels on distilled water because you can buy distilled water, but it says on the labels, do not drink, not for human consumption, because it's for iron. It's for your iron bottles, for coffee machines, it's for machines. Because the residues, when you're heating up these, these waters, um, like regular mineral waters or tap water, you will see there's like some white pulver suddenly or white residues on your on your surfaces. This is what harms machines. But white this is actually residue. Yeah, right residue. The iron? But this is no, this is minerals. Oh, That's yes. That's the mineral content. Okay. Salt. So that is what actually your body needs. Yes. That's the reason we're eating food. That's the reason we're eating healthy food yes. because there are still minerals in there. Yeah. Without minerals, you're gonna die. Because mm -hmm. calcium, potassium, silica, all these kind of minerals you cannot produce by yourself. And we all know this by food now these yes. days. I think that's amazing what happened in the last 20 years here in America from, oh, I'm eating convenient cheeseburgers to, no, 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 I'm going to the farmer's market and sourcing my vegetables from, from a farmer I know. Right. And I love the idea. It's amazing what happened in America in the last 20 years. It's for me mind-blowing because I lived already in 99 of 2000 for the first time in Los Angeles and a farmer's market was pretty much not known. It's like everybody was eating yeah, easy, yeah. fast food. Processed. Yeah, processed food. And everybody was like, yeah, that's so easy. I could just pick it up at my grocery store and I, I just Didn't heat it up. question it. I just heat it up in my, in, my, in my microwave and we're all good to go. And that changed completely, yes. that concept. And I think this is great to see. But by water, we're still in that, like most of the people are still in the object of, it's just water, come on. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. It's just H2O. And that's definitely not. Because again, World Health Organization says when you're drinking over a long time period purified or distilled water, you might be jeopardizing your health. And I can tell you why. Because when you're drinking this completely demineralized water, your body thinks, what the hell is that? Yes. And it's so, a processed so, well, water. Well, Martin, just just give us, you know, you're saying like they're boiling up the water, but really they are filtering out everything other than H2O. Correct. As they're much pretty as much, possible. It's a zero and you can measure the middle content by TDS, total dissolved solids. So how many mils actually combined in a water and distilled water has a TDS of zero. That means it's nothing is in there anymore. It's completely dead. It's dead. just it's just H2O. Nothing else is anymore in there. So when you're drinking that, your body thinks, so first of all, what kind of liquid is this? I don't even know what to do with this. So I need to process it somehow. So I have to add minerals to it to get rid of it. So you're flashing out the minerals, what you actually want and what you need. And that is a big problem. What a lot of people, I think, don't know. Like, and this is we talk about this in terms of of min, the ne the necessity of minerals and nutrients in in the food. Making sure that your food is full of nutrients and minerals, and the same is true with this water situation. Because what happens is your body then begins extracting those minerals from your bones, correct, and from your your reserves to, like you just said, flush that water out. Flush the water out because I need to process it somehow. Yes. So the thing is now, a lot of people drinking distilled water these days at the gym. I was yesterday at the gym and I saw a guy like with a gallon tank of distilled water and chucking that down. And I was looking at him, he's saying, oh, you will have a nice headache tomorrow. And then these people don't even think about mm -hmm. it, what this actually is, what they're doing, because they think, oh, pure water is perfect. In my opinion, when water is pure, don't drink it. Mm -hmm. And that sounds crazy. Maybe in the first beginning, it's like, what does that mean? It's like what water should be pure. And there's a misleading word about purified waters. Mm -hmm. Because yes, absolutely, water should be free of bacteria. Water should be not harm to people. 
I totally understand no chemicals, this. Needs no to be additives, safe to drink. Yes. Obviously, it needs to be pure in in one meaning, but that doesn't mean impurities are not minerals. And that is what, especially filtration systems people sometimes saying, "Oh, we're filtering everything out, and this is so good for you." Yeah, that's questionable. Yes, I totally get it for your shower, maybe, and for everything skin contact. I don't want to have too many like chemicals in there. But yes. the problem with filtration sips and very cheap ones, especially, they're just filling out everything. Everything, and they don't add anything back yes. to it. So for that system, what I have in place, I'm using it specifically just for showering. I wouldn't drink that water. Yeah, and let me also say that. I don't know that I want to trust those same people to put minerals back into my water either. I don't know that I want to trust their sourcing of them. Mm. You know that I don't want something created in a lab. Yeah, um, it's artificial at that point. Yes, I and and I I know that if this is not something you guys who are listening have, if this is not something that you've thought about, you know, Martin, what you're referencing is not just tap water. We have to be very clear that there is purified and distilled water in bottles. bottles. And people, unless you're reading the labels, like this is an empowerment thing. This is like take responsibility for your health thing. Mm -hmm. You have to begin empowering yourself with, with being able to recognize what you're seeing because of course, marketing companies and, and businesses want to stay in business and make money. So they are going to shout out everything that they, they think that is going to help you buy the product, but they may not disclose very clearly and boldly. "Mm, This is a, a dead water. You have to do that research Mm -hmm. on your own. And that's a fun thing because especially purified water companies coming up with all this crazy marketing wordings. Smart. Superior hydration, I just saw on a bottle. You think, what does that even mean? Superior oh. hydration. And then alkaline pH level 9.5 to 10. Oh. Yeah, that's soap. That's oh my soap. God, let's get into huh? that. It's it's very amazing for me, this whole alkaline topics. And then, and then when you shoot out then this kind of company, they're getting very upset. Huh? They can get like, I received already some very interesting emails sometimes from people. Oh my God, Martin. From we people, have to protect Martin. From people who like creating, creating these kind of products. But let's face it, obviously it's for a company way cheaper to make way more money to just source their water from the tap. In a factory, filtering everything out of there, then adding back some small amounts of electrolytes. And again, guys, when you see purified water on the bottle and then it says electrolytes add and you're like, oh, that's so cool. They're adding electrolytes. This has to be amazing. Yeah, LA tap water is 10 times more electrolytes than smart water has. Yes. Just to give you the heads up right there, because they don't don't disclose really how many minerals they're putting back in there. It's very small amounts. Correct. It's very small amounts. Let's face it. Again, it's highly processed food. That's nothing else what it is. It's purified water for me, highly processed food. Yes. I will never drink this. I would never promote this. I had a lot of companies coming to me and saying like, oh, Martin, we love what you're doing. This is amazing. You're changing the lives of so many people. Can we hook up with you? Can we do something with you media-wise? And they wanted to give me a shitload of money even. Like they said like, yeah, and we have all the resources, what you need. And when I Googled them a little bit and I see it's a purified water company, it's like, nope, sorry, Mm-mm. I cannot do anything for you. And they're sometimes like, no, but it's all about taste for us. We don't understand even saying, no, I do not promote a highly processed beverage. Yes. You have to understand that. Yeah. My idea is that water should come from a natural occurring source. That means icebergs, springs, and even some 
surfaced water are bottled water, but they are amazing. So it doesn't mean like this needs to be bad when it's surfaced water. So there's so much differences in bottled water. And I think everybody needs to know that there are two huge big differences. Purified on the one hand, nothing other than processed food. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, natural occurring waters. Yes. And this is what I'm eager to, and this is the beauty to taste the difference out of that. Yes. And and I do want to focus on that too, because that is, I always like to focus on the positive. And that, I feel like that is the the positive part of, of what we're talking about. Um, but just to be, I mean, I've been thrown off sometimes, Martin. I'm a, I'm a label freak. I, I read everything. I'm, I'm very informed, but there have been times when I've been in a rush at the grocery store and I saw a label Mm -hmm. and in my brain, my brain just assumed safe, healthy, Mm -hmm. grab the bottle, Mm -hmm. get home, recognize like this is a purified water mm-hmm. with a great marketing scheme. Mm-hmm. And it was it was probably something um, having to do with alkalinity or purity or whatever that just, you know, my brain didn't take the time to recognize it. And this was probably four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. I would never, I have my favorites now and I, I really don't deviate. Um, I sell Gerol Steiner at, at Raw Republic. That's yeah, it's my a, favorite. It's a great one. It's I actually, it. do you know what Gerol Steiner actually is? It's from it's Germany. A, it's a raw water. Yes, yes, I know that. And that is a funny thing because a lot of people, again, when this raw water topic came up now in January, everyone was like, oh my God, this is unhealthy to drink and this is nuts. And even yesterday, I did a post about my new water menu at Patina. And some two people, two ladies, reached out to me right away on my social media channels like, did you put in the E. coli bacteria levels as well in your waters? I think, really? Insert eye roll here, Martin. And then, and then I put them, and then I put them like I said, like, no, but all our waters are safe to consume by all regulations. Yes. What they need to have, and they're like, oh, this regulations. Do you know what? Nobody's telling you that they're actually safe to drink when they're regulated by United States. And he's saying, do you know what? <clears throat> we don't want to need to talk about tap water regulations right now in America yeah. huh? because we know that they are not might be the best ones. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sorry. I trust a bottled water what comes from a natural cooking spring more than a purified or a tap water quality in this country. From sorry. water from God knows where. Yes. <clears throat> so I have um, I have a couple of questions from my listeners that I kind of sure. want to make sure that we get. Yeah. And some of them were relating to alkalinity. And I wanted to bring this up. I'll, I'll try to talk about it without talking about the brand, but... There is a water company in Louisiana that markets specifically for alkalinity, Mm -hmm. and they say that they test the alkalinity in the source. Mm -hmm. So from the source, they are receiving a higher alkaline reading, and then once they extract that water, it changes. So what I want people to start understanding is that everything is conditional. If you are removing something from its natural source, it's going to change A. B, the reason why I believe alkalinity actually became a part of the conversation is because people were starting to test naturally occurring water. And when, and from my understanding, Martin, correct me if I'm wrong, if water is naturally moving, it has a little bit of alkalinity to it. If it's moving and it's moving through minerals, sometimes it is slightly alkaline. So like humans and kind of all the craziness that we embody, Someone saw that and thought, well, if I can make that times 10, then I'll be making it super healthy, just like the best of the best natural water. But there's been a a lot of loss of of important information along the way. So what do you have to say about about that and alkaline water? 
first of all, I think we all need to know that alkalinity doesn't mean it's like super empowering right away. Um, and alkalinity means, okay, the scale of sour, acidic to obviously a base is then 7.5 and then everything higher means alkaline. Um, you can do this by soap, you can do this by water, you can do this even by wine. Some wines are sour, some wines are alkaline. So that doesn't mean this is just a topic for water, it's just in general a topic. And you're using the, the term sour for acid. Correct, acidity. Okay. Acidity to like alkalinity. Mm -hmm. So it's all measured by the different components what's in that beverage. By water, it's mostly minerals. So, but then again, it doesn't mean the higher the mineral content is, the alkalinity is the water. It's not that easy. It's the combination of different minerals together based in the water, what provides you an alkaline or non-alkaline water. The thing is that the alkalinity by water came mostly from purified water companies because, again, they need to mark themselves somehow. Yes. It's, it's when you're talking about, for example, a Vichikalan, what we have here on the table, and you're telling the story about Vichikalan. This beautiful that, bottle. That this I comes love from a, it. Yeah, that this comes from a natural occurring salt. It's a hot geyser, uh, 50 miles up north from Barcelona, from the Catalonia region. This water has been drunk for the last 400 years already by people. Um, it it's, has more electrolyte than a Gatorade just to give you the heads up right there. But 100% nature, product of nature, comes with the same uh, carbonation level, what you see in the bottle, natural carbonated water. It's not I been added, it. natural mm -hmm. carbonated water. So it's a product of nature. Obviously, this has a way more interesting story than you would tell, oh, my water comes from actually Montebello, Los Angeles. It's tap water, highly filtered, and then we're backing it up with some artificial minerals. Mm -hmm. That's not really sounds uh, appealing to a people. Right. So they came up with amazing wordings. For example, super alkaline or super high alkaline. Mm -hmm. And this alkalinity started to get like way higher and higher because everybody thought, okay, we're eating so much sour and processed food. Mm -hmm. So the more alkalinity what I'm drinking, the better it is because I can balance out my body with that. And every doctor will tell you BS. Yeah. So that is an interesting topic because now and I will debug this whole alkalinity thing a little bit because it's pretty simple. Your body has different alkaline levels. For example, your, your blood is alkaline. Your urine is extremely acidic because it's waste, it needs yes. to get out. Mm -hmm. What is your stomach fluid? What do you think? Very acidic. acidic or is it alkaline? I think that it changes. It needs to be acidic. Mm -hmm. you need oh, to, to break, break things down. You need yes. to break down. Mm -hmm. So what do you think, guys? When you're trying to balance out your stomach fluid with a high alkaline water, what will happen to you? You're going to die. <laughs> Very simple. Yes. Because when you cannot break down food anymore, game over. Right. Pretty much game over. Right. So what happened to an alkaline water when you're drinking it? It's get acidic right away because it goes right away into your stomach yeah. and your stomach is highly acidic. It will break down right away all the alkalinity, what's in there, what people claiming to balance out everything. And that's pretty much done. I know I'm getting very controversial and a lot of people will say again, no, Martin, this is absolutely blasphemy what you're telling me now. Sorry, the UCLA doctors, I did an interview with them together for the Los Angeles Times. We both agreed on the same topic. They said, when you think you can balance out your acidic levels in your body, you're completely wrong. It's no way that you can do it with right. water. When you have problems with the acidic levels and there's something off, mm -hmm. you need to see a doctor and not a water company. Mm -hmm. That's very important to yes. know as well because then there's something really wrong with you because right. your body does a great job to balance out all the different levels and needs to contain your levels in your body. Yes. And 
what you can do also, my mindset is always balance and, and nature. So if you are drinking waters from nature, you are getting different alkaline levels, different acidic levels. You're, you're getting different levels based on the mineral content. Correct. And the same is for food. The same, if you're, if you're eating a variety of natural food, you're getting a different mineral spectrum, you're getting a different nutrient spectrum. And these things, if they're contained in whole foods and they come from a natural source, are contained in their natural casing of making it something that you can digest. Yeah. Diversity is the most important thing. And I love that you're just saying this. And I think that's the reason you Dutch don't offer one juice. You have a variety of different right. juices. And that is the whole key. You need for a healthy diet, that doesn't mean you're just eating mandarins or like just an orange every day. And now you're the most healthiest person because you think, oh, vitamin C is so great and the orange is so healthy because everybody tells me vitamins are so good for me. When you just would eat oranges over your whole life, you're going to die as well. <laughs> so it's pretty much that simple. So you need to have a good amount of diversity in your water, in your food and everything what you're doing. Yes. It's very simple. It's very simple. And from, from naturally occurring sources, most importantly. Yes. Um, okay. Some of the fun questions, Martin, that we had for you were, how many bottles of water a day do you drink? A lot. I don't count anymore. And trust me, the most important thing is for a water sommelier, <laughs> you need to where the restrooms are. <laughs> it's like, I need to go to the restroom all the time. But I'm drinking at least five. At least five. Yeah. I actually yeah. thought it was going to be a lot higher. No, 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 no. It's the same like with wine sommeliers. Imagine a wine sommelier would be asked, so how much wine are you drinking? Oh, at least five bottles per day. It's like, whoa, you're drinking a lot of alcohol, huh? Yes. I think for me as a water sommelier, yes, it's fun to drink waters. And uh, for example, every year I'm going to China to a big water tasting competition and I'm drinking 150 different waters in two hours. That does not mean I drinking them. I actually tasting them and spit them out. Wow. Because you cannot, you cannot drink Consume. too much. And actually, you can. This is so interesting. It's very interesting. It's you can drink too much water. There is a possibility to drink too much water, and I think this is very interesting for the listeners. In 2007, there was a radio show in Sacramento, and they wanted they did a game. How much, how much water you can drink in one hour? And the whole topic was, uh, you get a V, the the console, this the game console. You get a V without P. That was the whole idea. Crazy already. Oh, like gosh. the idea is already crazy. Oh, God. So they did this competition. Who knows what kind of water that was too. And, yeah. and one lady was able to drink 12 liters. That means 12 big bottles of water, whatever that was. It was tap water, purified mineral. I have no clue which water that was. She died three oh, hours later. God. Because your body cannot consume Eliminate so much water in, in that. And you're, it's, it's just, it's not healthy. So there is a possibility to drink too much water even. And to be hydrated on a daily basis, and I think that's very important to know as well, because a lot of people are always thinking, oh, I'm just drinking a big chunk of water once per day and I'm good to go. That actually doesn't make sense as well, because your body will say, what the hell is going on? Why I'm getting all this fluid suddenly? Let's get rid of it right away. Right. Because I don't want to overflow myself. So you're pretty much peeing everything out right away. That doesn't make sense. The key of good hydration is, to drink during the day all the time water. Yes. All the time. You're zipping on your water the whole time. You don't have to shove it down. Yes. It's literally, and this is like what I'm doing. I have my bottles every day and I have it at the job. I have it here. In the morning, I'm drinking the first two glasses right away when I'm waking up. Mm -hmm. Not even before I'm going to the shower, nothing. The first thing, I'm drinking water in the yes. morning. Because you're, you're dehydrating over the night. So you need some good hydration. And it helps. Suddenly, you don't need anything like artificials anymore 
There is no need for magnesium tablets. There is no need for calcium supplements or something like this when you will drink yeah. the right waters and to hydrate yourself on a daily basis and you will suddenly realize, oh my God, I feel more powerful. My skin suddenly changes. I'm losing even weight. Yes. It all depends on the intake of water. When you're drinking more and more water on a daily basis and good water, trust me, all the three impacts will appear. It's fun. Martin has incredible skin, by the way. I mean... And I'm not using anything. N nothing. No, nothing. No I don't, soap. No soap. I don't uh, That's put a very any, European thing. I don't put anything. I'm just... Obviously, when I'm showering myself, I'm using soap, like mm -hmm. totally normal. But I don't use any creams or something afterwards in my on my skin. Nothing. Awesome skin. It's, it's from the inside. Um, okay, so about five waters a day. How many of them are sparkling and how many of them are flat? I'm a still guy. No I way. love still waters. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, obviously, I'm drinking sparkling and still professionally. But when it comes to my water intake on a daily basis, I'm drinking still waters. But there is no uh, benefits of sparkling or still. Some people say, oh, the sparkling is more acidic. And then becoming this whole alkaline thing again, what I don't believe in, I have to say. Mm -hmm. For me, it's all about taste, not about the alkaline level in a water. So when I see something about, oh, super high in alkaline 9.5, I don't really care. No. I really don't care. That's yes. really not what I'm looking for. Irrelevant. I'm looking for middle content. Occurring. That's way more important mm -hmm. for me. And the higher the TDS level is, the more tasteful will be the water. So the higher this mineral content is, the stronger will taste the water, more character has the water. Yes. And that's what I'm looking for. Yes. Um, let me see if we have any other fun questions. Let's see. Top so I know that you don't like really talking about brands, but I'm looking at this beautiful, how do you say this? Vichy Catalan. It's, I mean, it's the most beautiful bottle ever. And I cannot wait to try this one. We're yeah, about to try. You should take a picture for your listeners. I'm going to take a picture. That they can see it. And obviously when you're listening to our Planet Water, the H2O podcast, you will see it then on video on YouTube. Yes. Because we're going to drink it. And Martin's so sweet. He also pulled out the raw water because he knows that I love, yes, obviously raw Tomales Republic. Springs. Great water. He pulled out this one, which was featured in his last podcast. You guys, it's an amazing, amazing episode. Yeah. And then there's another company called Raw mm -hmm. from Denmark. Iceland. Denmark. Oh, Denmark. Okay. Denmark. And this is an interesting <clears throat> story. His name is Kim, a good friend of mine. And he produces several different waters. He sources his waters from different locations in Denmark, and they all taste differently. So one is coming from, from a forest, one is coming from an ice glacier, and they literally taste differently. It's so fun. And they're all called raw waters, and it's really, really interesting to taste them. And so this one is the Forest Hill version. And you can see the TDS, around 330. Um, it's a very, very good water. Martin, what are the range, <clears throat> ranges of TDS levels that you see mostly in bottled water? Um, it's so funny that you're asking me this because I had waters from very low TDS levels, like four or five. That's like means it's barely anything in there. My highest water I ever tasted was 28,000 TDS. What? It's not tasty. No? Does it taste <laughs> no. like sulfur or baking yeah, soda? Yeah, correct, sulfur. Yeah. It's, it even smells like sulfur. And I had this water... Uh, with Tom Segura and Christina Pasewski on Your Mom's House podcast, and they all say like, wow, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> that is really <laughs> hardcore, this water. But that comes from a natural growing source from Hungary, and it's from a spa town, and people treating themselves to this water. So this is not a hydration product anymore. Mm -hmm. This is kind of like a medication. Yes. The same with Vichy. Vichy is a hangover water. Oh, my God. 
So when you would Can go little nuts in Louisiana, yeah, on a Saturday night, not me. You may be drinking a little bit too much alcohol me, or beer, but I heard Louisiana has an amazing music and food industry. We so do. it has to be so much fun to be in New Orleans, especially. It is fun. It needs to be incredible. And I never been, so I need to go. You need and to I, come I will see definitely, the juice bar. I need to see the juice bar too live. And maybe we do then an event. Yes. This would be, if I think, let's fun. When I would do, do in New Orleans and I will be in Louisiana, let's do a water and juice tasting together for the people. Oh I think God. this would be I'm amazing. So, so that's already agreed. When I'm coming to New Orleans, <laughs> we will do this definitely at your place. And Vichy is our water. When you would drink this right before you're going to bed the next day, uh, no hangover whatsoever. Because there's so much minerals in there. This body will absorb all these minerals, what you're losing doing drinking alcohol. And a lot of people think like, oh, when I'm drinking alcohol, what does that actually mean? It doesn't mean that you're dehydrating. The thing is you need to go more to the restroom. Right. It's the same with coffee. When you're drinking a lot of coffee, you have the urge to go to the restroom. That means you're dehydrating because you need to go more to the restroom. Yes. That doesn't mean it's extracting something from your body at that moment with alcohol or everything. And the hangover is... Mostly because you're dehydrated extremely badly. Right. Because you were drinking so much and you were going to the restroom so yes. much. So when you're drinking a Vichy, for example, or a mineral water with a very high content, like Gerald Steiner, yes. it's a very good water as well for I that, for it. anti-hangovers. Um, it really helps you with a hangover and you're ready for the brunch next day. Uh, I love it. Okay, so to round everything out, I want everyone to just kind of take a deep breath. This has been a lot of information. Uh, let's integrate it a little bit. And let's let's keep in mind that this is all a part of self-discovery for the mission of being healthy and more informed individuals for yourself and your family. And so having this educational portion of this podcast is so important to me because it not only changes the way that you are treating yourself, but it changes the way that we are perceiving the world and the way that we are interacting in the world. So the more that we support waters that are coming from natural sources, maybe the more sustainable those practices will become. Maybe the more widely available those those companies will, will become. And we're, we're supporting people who have a mission based in something that is very um, should be naturally available and and should be avail- available for everyone. And if we kind of redirect our, our attention, knowing what we know now, then I believe that more clean, fresh water will be available for us and everyone else that we're trying to support. So this is very important to me. Martin has an incredible message that he's sharing all the time on his podcast. I'm so honored that you shared all this information with us. I'm so excited to to record the H2No podcast. It's coming up right after. Um, and yeah, I need I need some more water. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to sign off so I can get to we drink. We're gonna hydrate ourselves now. And I think and thanks again for listening here to this beautiful podcast with Sheena, the Raw Talk. And I'm very happy to be here today. And for me, I would just wanna say, guys, water should be fun. Test it out for yourself. Buy some different spring waters in the grocery stores. Um, test them out with your family, with your kids, with your grown-ups, with your grandparents, and you suddenly realize, oh my God, there's so much more beauty to discover than just water, because water is not just water. Amazing. Martin, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Martin. Make sure you follow him on Instagram and that you check out his h to No podcast. And thank you to our sponsors, Raw Republic, The Space, and Esplanade Studios. Have a great week, you guys.